0: You're listening to another moment from Hans Olsen and Scott Gerrard right here on 97.5 and 1280thezone.com, presented by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown, the national leader in Titan sales for two reasons. One, they know how to customize Titan trucks, and two, they do more volume than anyone else, which means you get more Titan for less cash. When you think Nissan Titan, think timdalysouthtown.com. Joining us now is the NBA Finals are now set. A lot to break down. It is Kurt Healand from NBC Sports and uh, ProBasketballTalk.com joining us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for just $99. Visit the local Sprint store near you for details. Kurt, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. You know, getting, it's getting busy time of year, so it's, it's, it's fun.
0: So uh, is there going to be more drama in the, uh, the offseason than there will be in the NBA Finals?
1: Well, yeah, but that's mostly just because there's going to be a ton of drama in the offseason. I I think we could be in for a really good NBA Finals, but but, uh, this summer is going to be just nuts.
2: Uh, Let's expand on that a little bit, because I'm a little bit worried about this Finals. If LeBron James couldn't do it in in multiple chances against Golden State, uh, can Kawhi Leonard really be the guy that does it? And, And does he have a better supporting cast than LeBron James did?
1: I think that's the key, right? That the second part of that is really the key. If Kawhi can be Kawhi in this series, but you know, last year in particular, and frankly the last two years, it's it's been LeBron against the world, and that's just not going to be near good enough against Golden State. Um, but that's the real question. That's what's I mean, at the core of this, they've got to be able to score with them, right? Like as good as Toronto's defense has been, the Warriors are just going to put up points. They put up points on everybody, and the question is, can they score on them? Kawhi's got to be a playmaker like he was in the last couple games against the Bucs, and that means Marcus Saul and Kyle Lowry and you know Pascal Siakam and Fred VanVleet and on down the list. Those guys all just have to knock down their shots. They have to score a lot of buckets. Um, and maybe they can get some key stops and key points, but this is this is not going to be a ninety-eight, ninety-six, grinded out type of series. Like it's going to be a lot of points on the board, and they're going to have to put a lot up.
0: Whether the Raptors win or not, uh, how how I mean, we should probably look at this playoff run by Kawhi as one of the better playoff runs in recent history that we've seen in NBA hoops. Am I am I often saying that? Oh, not at all.
1: No, he has been unbelievable this these playoffs. Playing, I mean, making plays on both ends, which is you know, guys have runs, um, but it's rare that guys are just dominant on on both ends like that. Like he has been in the series where he you know. He's on Giannis for stretches of the game, and, and before that, I mean, just all the last few series, he has been absolutely dominant on both ends of the floor, and that's what you don't see. I mean, LeBron has done that, done it for stretches, but there's just not. You know, Curry can get hot, but he's not really going to dominate you defensively. Like it's it tends to be guys are on one end or the other, and he's been he's done that on both. And he's, if they're going to have any chance, he's got to do it again.
2: I was trying to think of some of the matchups with. Draymond Green really being kept occupied. I've got to imagine that he'll be the primary defender on Kawhi Leonard um, would be my guess. But I was trying to think on Toronto's side of things, your defenders against Klay Thompson, Steph Curry out on the perimeter – And what you would do with a guy like Draymond Green, who can become an offensive threat when he works to the rim and then sits out and hits a three. Just your thoughts of some of the matchups defensively and who's got the advantage there. I think Green
1: is certainly going to get time on Leonard, but I think, honestly, they like him as a rover. Um, I went back and watched a little bit of, I mean, the problem is both of the times they played this year was before Christmas. So the, the games are, you know, it's a little hard to read much into those. But they had him more on Siakam because he's such a great help defender, and Siakam hasn't, you know, struggled a little bit in the playoffs. So that I think you're going to see Andre Iguodala at least to start, and then maybe Kevin Durant when Durant returns, kind of get starting time on him. Then Clay will get shots, and and Draymond they're going to do all of that and hope that their one on one guys are good enough to make him work for it a little bit, and then they can stay home on the other guys and not, you know. Not have to do what the Bucks did by the end of it, which was, you know, I think they had eight defenders out there. But like, like they, had, they were pulling guys off the bench to defend Kawhi at the same time. Um, and it, it only did so much good. Um, we'll see. I, we'll see how much attention he can attract. And on the other side, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Leonard. I think they're going to put him on hot spots for a while, right? Like, oh, Curry's getting hot. Well, Lauer, you know, Leonard's on him. Clay um, gets hot, Leonard's on him. But he also might spend some time, again, on Iguodala, A, a little more for rest, but B, also so he can be the help defender or switch in and jump in and, and be just dis- whatever is disruptive. That all works, by the way. That works well until Kevin Durant comes back, and then, then, then you don't have a choice. Like, you don't have anybody else who can come close defending Durant, and it's got to be Leonard.
2: You mentioned a name a couple of times that I think actually plays a pretty big key role but has been out at times with this Achilles injury. How healthy is Iguodala? He's
1: uh, supposed to be back. He missed the end of, uh, and and doing well, pretty pain-free. He missed the end of the last series uh they, you know, it was Portland. They didn't have to rush him back. Um that that was just not a good matchup for Portland. And you know, now they've had 9 days off. I've heard he's fine. Uh they're trying to decide what to do with Cousins who's just eager to get out there and play, but frankly, I'm not sure this is a great matchup series for him. Um I think he's more a spot duty guy. Um if, he can punish switches, but on the flip side, he just, you know, even before this latest injury, he just was not moving all that well out in space, and you know the Raptors would just drag him out there and, and make him try to cover, and that's kind of out on the perimeter more. So, I'm not sure that he doesn't get, I, I think you're going to see a lot more Kivon Ludi than you're going to see uh, Cousins. Um, and then, you know, I, I heard today talking to somebody who was at the media day, I, I don't go out till Friday, so I'll be there for game two, but I, I had heard, um, He's not limping today. The, the, uh, Kevin huh. Durant was seen walking around. He didn't talk to the media, but he also wasn't limping, which is the first time anybody's seen that in a while.
0: So not game one, but do you anticipate game two? And this is just pure speculation
1: on your part. Yeah, pure speculation. My guess actually is three or four, unless uh, – you. my guess is we will see him sooner when they feel nervous. Like Yeah, this okay. Is an, this, this is an injury where – I mean, it, at some point it becomes about pain tolerance – the concern and why you would, if this were the regular season, you wouldn't do this, is reaggravation. But he's got all summer, and I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, guys. Even if he re-aggravates that calf, people are going to give him a max salary this summer. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it impacts him at all. So I think that it becomes, you know, if the Raptors take the first two, you will see him in game three. But if the, you know, the Raptors have one of their historically um, mess up the bed like a baby game ones, um, you know, then in the know, ra- it's 1-1 coming back to maybe he stays out to four. It just kind of depends on where he's at.
0: Well, so, you know, you could foresee, let's say Golden State, just hypothetically, they dominate game one and game two, and they're heading back with a 2-0 lead back to Golden State. Is there a foreseeable scenario in which he just doesn't even play in this series?
1: I think it's possible, although unlikely. I think it's possible. It kind of depends. It's hard to know where he's at because they're not talking, and he's not talking to yeah. the media. Um, I don't think he wants to be out there and, and see them win it kind of without him in a way. And, I, you know, look, he's just a competitor. He's out there. He. This is why he came to the Warriors, to win these kind of titles and be part of this kind of thing. So I think he wants to get back out there, but there's a whole lot less pressure to do that. Um, the other part of that, just in a technical sense, is that the, the – Raptors are going to switch everything, and they can get away with that, especially if they get OG and Inobe back. they got Pascal Siakam, you know, Leonard. They've just got long, switchable guys all over the place. Danny Green, um, who's got to have a huge series. He can't play he, – he's got to mm-hmm. hit shots and stay on the floor because you can't put Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry at six foot apiece out there against that Warriors backcourt. They'll just shoot over the top of them. Um, if that switching really works, though, if that defensive switching works, I think you'll see Durant more quickly – because he and and cousins would agree, but him in particular, that's just how they punish switches. You switch them. Well, good luck switching on to Kevin Durant. It really doesn't matter, but they'll set up a bad matchup and, and you're just toast.
2: We've become so accustomed to talking about Golden State and their home court advantage in the finals that you, know, you really have to start taking a look at this team going to Toronto and how that's going to yeah. affect them the first two games. In Canada and then coming back to Golden State, it feels like if there was ever a home court advantage, this might be a big one in the in the yeah. NBA finals this year
1: i think look I think that the Raptors are far more comfortable. That is a loud arena uh, it is a it is a motivated and obviously motivated and excited fan base. Um, Look, they haven't had a whole lot to cheer for with the uh, Maple Leafs in recent years, so there's there, there's a real but you know this is something they're really behind. The, the city's going crazy. Um, all that said, I also look. I heard people around Golden State say this actually woke them up. They, 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 you know how they can get, and they coast, and they this is their fifth finals in a row. Been there, done that. Attitude like, hey, we haven't started on the road. Like it's been a while. Like it, this kind of woke them up into something that's new and. Anything that motivates them is something that should worry the other side.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kurt Heelan joining us from NBC Sports and Talk dot com. I want to go to the Woj story from earlier this morning, saying that Houston essentially everybody's up for grabs for yeah. the right deal. Uh, they don't. They don't. Woj doesn't put something out there unless unless that person wants it out there. So what's yep. Daryl Morey's motivation here? Why does he want that out there? What's What's Houston really trying to accomplish here?
1: I think they're trying to send the message they'll do what it takes to uh, – I think they see what, frankly, you should see in Utah and what they're going to see in, in Denver and Portland and everywhere else, which is w- there's a sense that the door is going to open, that Kevin Durant's going to go you know, wherever Kevin Durant goes. Um, but that the Warriors, as good as they're – look, they're still going to be really good next year. But it won't be quite the same, and the door opens, and maybe we can get in, and, and they're going to be aggressive getting out there trying to get this, uh, go after it. I think that this is also the prelude to, hey, Clint Capella's available. That I mean, they, what they'd like to do is trade Chris Paul, but at 34 and owed 124 million guaranteed. I mean, Chris Paul's still the best four general in the game, but that's a lot of money for an older guy, man. I don't think they're going to be able to move him, but Capella's the most – movable piece and i think that this is the hey we're interested we want to get in on something we we need to get better opportunity because i think they see especially with where harden is right the window is pretty much the next few years for them and they've got they just whatever it takes they've got to get over that
2: hump how much is it daryl morey seeing the landscape and hearing the rumors with what the clippers might do or what lebron james might do or what he sees on the horizon in the west
1: yeah, the West doesn't get easier, does it? I mean, Utah. You guys up in Utah are going to be very actively going after a shot creator. You know, whether it's Tobias Harris or whomever, to to go with with Donovan Mitchell. And and the Lakers are obviously going to be crazy aggressive. And by the way, the way they're being run right now, LeBron has to do the recruiting. Um, I don't think Rob Polinka telling Keith Ledger stories is going to help their cause much. Um, they they. They'll be active. The Clippers are well-poised. But the West is just, again, the weird Everest that is – Everest might be a bad example right now. The weird mountain that's impossible to climb (laughs) that is the Golden State Warriors might come back to earth a little bit. But the West doesn't get easier. Denver's not going to get worse. Utah, you know, you guys should be better. Portland isn't – they get Nurkic back next season. They're not going to get worse. Um, There's just a lot of very good teams in the West, and I think that's exactly it. He looks out there and goes – even if, if we just stand pat, that may not be good enough anymore.
0: Kurt Heelan right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Do you think, and I think I asked you this last week, but I'll, I'll reiterate it again. Do you think Kevin Durant knows where he's going, or is it just a the last person to talk to him um, might be able to sway him?
1: I think he's got a lean but I think that it, the door is open a little bit. He's he's never been the most decisive human being. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, it's never who he's been. So I think that, I mean, you know, the, uh, Mark Stein put out there the other day that the Clippers were moving up, and, you know, some people thought the Clippers were moving up. It would not sh- – whatever you put faith in – how much faith you want to put in that rumor is up to you. But I will say this. It would be very Kevin Durant to have played the Warriors – the Clippers in the first round, see how hard they played, see how, you know – just what an energy they brought and, and the kind of style of play they had and thought, man, that would be fun. Like like and, and suddenly kind of rethink everything because of that series, that'd be very Kevin Durant. And I, I think that like those kind of things could still impact him. Just like another parade through Oakland and then, you know, hey, by the way, here's all this even if you signed a one plus one, here's a whole lot of money, and by the way, we're moving into this new building in San Francisco that's, like, literally two blocks from where he lives in the city. Like, you know, I mean, who knows what he's going to do.
0: Well, Kurt, we appreciate your time, as always. Always good chatting with you, and I uh, look forward to doing it again next week.
1: Thanks, Kurt. I look forward to it, guys. Take care.
0: Kurt Eland right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network about as good as it gets when it comes to the NBA coverage.